You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Hello, and welcome, or welcome back to Black Hair in the Big Lakes. I'm your host, Salisha Thomas, and you guys, I just have the pleasure of meeting a shining light. She is a light and multi-hyphenate. Um, let me give you a, a brief rundown of who she is, and I want to just dive right in as soon as possible so that we can talk about all of the things. All right, um, she is a Juilliard grad. Come on. Come on. Tony nominated actress for her role in Vanya and Sonia and Masha and Spike. Let's go. She's been in some TV shows, including, but not limited to, NCIS, Santa Clarita Diet, Mercy Street, and you. Um, but since having a physically damaging experience to her hair on set, she left her hit show and made a product that has changed the game for her. And she just we just talked before hitting this record button she actually just gave me the rundown of what it actually is and it sounds more than just interesting i'm excited to like dive in deep and you guys can find out with me what is this and how actually it works because y'all it sounds like the bomb um and i believe her patent is pending and if and when it goes through, she'll be the second. We'll have to confirm this, but the second black woman to do this for hair. I need to ask about that. Um, but please, I want you to help me welcome the CEO and founder of Four Naturals Hair, actress Shalita Grant. Hello. <laughs> that was amazing. Hi. Nice to meet you, Shalita. Maybe you do. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm just like, you gave me a huge rundown right now, and I am now like, where do we even start? I'm looking at you right here on the Zoom screen, and your curls are beautiful. Your curls are popping. They look healthy. It looks so good. And I know that you have had quite the hair journey. Yes, yes. Um, An odyssey, a hair odyssey. <laughs> a hair odyssey. And I, I guess my first question for you will be, how did you go from your hair falling out in a, during the course of filming a, a TV show to where it is right now? <laughs> well, I'll say the, the short version is my fierce commitment to healing. Uh, but the long story is after I got off that show, 
um, let's talk about the damage that I needed to heal. So there was the spiritual damage of like, you know, this first series regular job becoming a nightmare um, that I had to like escape. <laughs> and right. the damage that I left with physically for my hair was a bald spot traction alopecia from season two. Um, and then season three, hair loss all along the perimeter of uh, my hairline. And so when I got off that show, you know, I, I felt like I had been hit by a truck because I had like gotten off it well, but you know, it was also like, damn, like I got to heal everywhere. And so I switched from talk therapy to trauma therapy to somatic therapy, right? Because, you know, the, the issues, the, 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 the main part of me physically that, you know, sustained a lot of damage and was the cause of a lot of shame, a lot of blame, um, and a lot of pain emotionally was my hair. And so right. I needed to heal somatically, like physically, what does it feel like to have shame for the way that you look? Right. What is that? What does that feel like in the body? Right. And how briefly, can I capture that? What is somatic healing? What like somatic? Briefly. So so somatic soma is body. So there are all these different modalities of therapy, right? So there's like talk therapy, um, and then there's like different kinds of talk therapy. There's CPT, um, and then there's like the somatic groups of therapies. And so under that, you can do brain spotting, and so that's. Um, where the, I don't know, like the, the, like the system behind it, but it's basically like using your eye movement to, to catch the physical, like where the physical trauma happens. And it's so strange to say it that way. Like, oh, you can move your eyes and find trauma. Like you legit can. And it's super, it's, it's really life changing. So I would leave these sessions like being really like nauseous sometimes, depending on what we, um, what I, what we discussed and like finding, you know, the emotions that live in the body. Wow. I just and got so PTSD. goosebumps like you're yeah. talking about that. I'm like, what? Yeah. Like PTSD yeah. healing that, that was, uh, somatic therapy was, uh, created by a therapist who was treating war vets with PTSD previously, you know, they thought it was all a mental thing. Right. And so yeah. they were trying to do different things up there, but for him, he noticed how the patients reacted physically, like how these physical triggers would cause their bodies to be, feel like they're back in the situation. Right. And so like the heat, the sweating, you know, like, I feel like my skin is on fire. Like these are real, like PTSD symptoms, you know, in the body. And now because of, I think it's like Vanderbeek or something like that. Um, his like middle names, um, <laughs> that he like, because of him now, like they can like help you through these like episodes that you can have by guiding you to get like finding the comfort within your body okay. by, by understanding where the pain is. Okay. So, and I apologize in advance because I have 
a million questions for you. <laughs> and so I'm just going to ju jump in and you can cut me right off. Yeah, yeah. I, and I, because I want to get to the end of how your curls look this good. But before yeah. we get there, I need to go back to the beginning. When you were on set and your hair started to break off, when did you clock it? And when, when you did clock it, were you scared to say something? How did you go? What was that conversation? Yeah. So these were, these were over the course of years, right? So I had, when people watch that show, like one of the things they noticed about Percy was that my construction of my hair would change like every episode or within the episode. So those construction changes were like me being like, I am bald now, or uh, my hair is super thin and fragile and a completely different length than the rest of my hair that wasn't getting flat ironed. Like, can yeah. we find another solution to creating this ponytail you guys are committed to? So yeah, it was scary every time having to speak up, especially after speaking up so many times, yeah. like then it becomes the thing of you have a problem. So you are the problem. Oh. And so, you know, leaving that show, it became like a foregone conclusion, right? For me, because it was like, I'm going to keep getting damaged and I'm going to keep like asking for changes and that's going to, they're going to tell me that that's costing them money and costing right. them time. Oh my God. And so, you know, at the end of the day, if I don't just leave the show, they're going to fire me anyway. And I, I did feel like they were like testing girls out, you know, especially during my third and fourth season, you know, oh, just God. bringing on like these guest stars that had these arcs that, you know, could have, but then it just never, they never really like resonated with the audience in spite of how crazy I looked, my acting and my, like my character relationships were so potent, but it was still super annoying that I looked like that doing it. Okay. So, yeah. So eventually you ended up leaving, which I cannot yeah. even, literally, Shalita, I cannot even imagine getting my dream job and having to leave for that being the main reason of they don't know what to do with my hair and my hair is falling out. Yeah. So for me, it was like survival. Like I had my cry cry about my dream dying at the beginning of season three. <laughs> like the writing was like <sighs> on the wall, you know, for me. And I just like fought so hard to like be a team player and like try to figure this thing out for season three. And then, you know, I got between three and four, I had started charting my hair loss around the perimeter of my hair. So now this isn't like something I can hide. This is like really like my face now, right? And yeah. if I want to work, if I want to get jobs during hiatus, if yeah. I want to, like this is going to affect me. So when I got to my hiatus and I saw that I had about an inch and a half of hair left, I was like, it's do or die, man. Like you're, you're, you're gonna end your career on this show if you don't just, take have the courage to leave and so yeah like it took it how what was your question no i didn't mean to cut you off i 
you walked me through before we, you know, hit record, like some Twitter blowing up and people talking about your hair design on the show and your character. Mm-hmm. How did you, how did you get through that with everybody discussing how you looked? Oh man, part of your like, how did you over? Were you You're gonna agree? make me cry a little bit? I, I just, feel like, like I want to cry with. <laughs> I just realized something, but you know, I think that. Um, so my parents were kids when they had me, so I always preface like stories about like my childhood by being like everybody was kids, like everybody was kids and generationally and on my mom's side, everyone's kids. Like my great grandmother died in 2018. My great, great grandmother died when I was nine. So like my grandmother had my mom when she was 15, her mom started having kids. My great grandmother when she was 13. Okay. So everybody's kids, right? Yeah. So when I was growing up, you know, criticism was really like, that was like my family's language. Why are you looking like that? What's going on with your head? Why you smell like that? What is, why are you walking like that? You know, like it, it was just like, so they were so critical, you know? Yes. And my response was to try to be perfect. And I was the first child. So, you know, I really did my best to try to comply. I didn't, I like heard the criticisms and they hurt, but my response to the criticisms were like, I can, I can do it. I can do it. Like, I can I do it. I saw it as a challenge. Yeah. So fast forwarding, you know, your ends don't justify your means. But I think that I am such a strong soul because, you know, I did not have a pleasant start. So for me, my response in the very first, like, you know, 17 years of my life was like, I'm going to make my situation good no matter what. So like my mom would like leave town for like days at a time and leave me with my siblings. We wouldn't have a lot, like, like at all. And so I would just like, I would say like, let's make pretend like that's how we did all our like imaginary games. Like, let's make pretend like, so we'd be like, let's make pretend like we're rich and we're at this fancy party. Because what I saw in the TV shows was that rich people didn't eat that much anyway. Like hors d'oeuvres were like tiny. So it was like, (laughs) we're just going to pretend like we're rich. And we're make this is a choice, you know, and we would like speak with like fancy accents and stuff and like just try to make like a dark, like just try to find the light in all of my situations. So for me, you know, when people were like writing comments and stuff, like I, for me, it was like, whatever, yo, like, (laughs) you know, I know I'm doing my best. And my, my thing was like, I just couldn't watch the show anymore. So like in the middle of season two, I just like stopped watching the show. And so, you know, when I would get the comments, the pings on my Twitter and stuff, it was just like, you know, like, unless someone was like, literally your wig was showing, which did happen in season three, um, I wouldn't go back and like watch it because I knew what my hair looked like, but I also knew what I was working with and I knew that I was doing my best. And so for me, it was just kind of easy to just, not take in like I did so much like therapy during this time yeah I would think like I I did like I was I was like on every every 
I actually told my therapist, I know how people join cults, which I got courted by a cult before, but, uh, <laughs> but I thought I was saving the person that brought me. Like I thought that's another day, but like, oh but like, I was like, I'm in such a dark place that I can see how people would be like looking for gurus and they like just find somebody that says the things that they need to hear. And then they give them like their whole life. I knew I was like too strong for that, but I was like, I get it though. Like, I don't see that as a, like, I get it, you know, wow. but I did like the four agreements. And one of those agreements really helped me with Love that book that, that, yeah, that it really helps me with the comments, which was like, anything anyone says is about them. It's not, and it's not about me because yeah. I knew the truth of what I was going through. So like the people would be like, for instance, she's letting those white people do her hair. Not true. Actually, it was a black man doing my hair the entire three years. And because of my commitment and my feelings about like, you know, protecting each other and everything, I, I did so much work to try to help myself and help yeah. him and yeah. you know whatever and you know when I left that show I found out that his specialty was a he was a barber and he like put some wigs on people but it wasn't like what I needed he was using spirit gum like oh. baby baby no not on a lace front like no so like it was it was like stuff like that that really helped me like arm myself from acting on some hard feelings because in spite of the fact that I made it through, it didn't mean that I didn't have hard feelings. And so that's what I had to heal. I had to heal the, the things that I'm not talking about with you. You know what I mean? Like I had to heal those, like those dark moments for myself in my body. Yeah. So you went from, okay, you got the series regular, life is good actually life is perfect that's what i would think if i'd never been there and wanted that um right. over time you're able to measure your, the difference in your hair the decline which you now you're like this is not in my head yeah i have physical evidence and and then going from okay blowing up on twitter not in the way that you want to be but <laughs> no. your acting is on point which is why they keep hiring you like like let's yeah. go like, you're good at what like you do yeah. But also, you couldn't watch yourself anymore. So what, how was that like when you got, you know, started filming for the next season? Was there any imposter syndrome? Was there any like, why am I like, whether it's questioning yourself, like, how, do I still want to do this? Why am I showing up for another season? Like, I, I don't, do you know what I'm trying to? Yeah. Uh, uh are you saying like what got me through like what kind of yeah yeah like, i mean the contract honestly like it's I like mean. i, I don't want to get sued you know so it was like i have to show up i have to show up and for me it was just survival mode you know it was like yeah. i hope that whatever construction i start with doesn't damage my hair in some like unknown way and then it always would so for season four when i came back my boundary, like my hard boundary was like through my reps, they're no longer allowed to touch my hair. Like that's like, we gave you guys three years and there's nothing but damage. And I knew that putting that line in the sand also meant that I needed also to find an exit because, yeah. you know, like at the end of the day, like this is not, it's not something that's sustainable. 
And so um, right. when I came back in that horrible wig, you know, I didn't even care at that point what anybody thought because I knew what I looked like that summer. See, and I knew that if I let them, if I didn't have that black helmet head wig on, that I would just be bald. And so it's like, do you please other people or do you take care of yourself? And so that for me, I just... I have a more fati on my on my arms and it's the stoic principle that like everything that happens to you is for your good and if it came from came with pain then it's a lesson. And so for me my soul's lesson was really healing that people pleaser that you know need to to achieve as a way of feeling like you know, I have worth as a human being, you know, when I came back in season four, looking crazy like that, I felt the strongest I had ever felt because I was just like, I don't care. I'm taking care of me. Yeah. Like I'm putting me first. And if, if I have to look like this to put me first, then guess what? I'm right. on time. Right. I'm here and on time. Let's shoot. You know, I feel like it might be hard to understand stand of like I, I i did a show like the my very first show getting my equity contract they're like do you want to, we want your natural we want you to have curls do you want your natural hair do you want a wig and i opted for a wig and everybody was like it is so ugly they ever shalita the cast and i love the cast and, but they were like why are you wearing that ugly wig well i was so embarrassed of my own curls so mm -hmm. to me i'm like what, the alternative is I have to do my hair every single day and I don't know how yeah. and I don't like the way it looks yeah. I was not anywhere where I am now and so I completely understand you're like give me the freaking ponytail wig yeah give it to if me you, if you want a ponytail put it on the wig and I'll slap it on until I figure out myself and so how did you figure it out yes so after after the somatic therapy, I now I'm like super aware of my feelings and my body, right? And so let's talk. I'm gonna be so real. I had some super hard feelings about Kenya. Not the kind of hard feelings that you like write about. <laughs> like, Kenya, like the, I, the country Kenya? House, no, Real Housewives oh. of Atlanta. <laughs> Wait, 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 what? I know. I'm like, we going back to Africa right now? Okay, what's wrong? No, 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 not yet, not yet. <laughs> but, um, but no, Kenya for Real Housewives, I'm going real like shallow, but to get deep. <laughs> <laughs> going shallow to get deep. Because she's a black woman that was on television, you know, a show that gets all these views, whatever. And she's thriving with this long hair. And I was just like, damn, I wish I could grow my hair that long and thick. And then I was just like, you know what? You should try. And I was like, that's right. Because listen, I come from a hair background. Like my grandma's owned her hair salon since before I was born. Hair dreams, you know? Yes. And that, like that title has just been banging around in my soul my whole life. So like, I was like, I want to make my hair dreams come true. And some of my hair dreams were, I want a curl definition. I wanted hair that I didn't have to use a lot of product on. I wanted hair that reacted 
well to water that didn't stand up poof shrink and get hard yeah I wanted hair that was consistent that products performed consistently in and that I when I manually styled my hair my styling could be consistent I wanted something that made processing easy and I wanted thermal protection like I I wanted to be able to wear my hair straight if I had a role that would require straight hair but I also wanted to be able to have beautiful juicy curls on demand. And I was like, I know I got curl, but I never seen it too long. Like I would have a peek <laughs> in the water when there's a bunch of water in it. And yeah, peekaboo. Yeah, peekaboo. And then it goes away as soon as the water's gone. And then it's like stiff, you know? So, <laughs> so I started doing all this research. And the first thing I had to do was kind of recognize how the cosmetology board is part of this problem. The reason in 2023, if you have any texture in your hair, you can have just a terrible experience in the hair salons. You know, the, it's the reason that hairstylists are like, come with your hair clean and detangled for certain hair textures, right? Mm -hmm. Like that, mm -hmm. there's a reason for that. And the reason is just a lack of knowledge. The cosmetology board says hair is hair and then passes out straight hair mannequins. The only service that's, oh my God. that's texture hair related is the relaxer. And they do that on straight hair mannequins often. So the whole concept of even having a, a texture, the types, the hair types, Andre, Andre Bauer, Andre Brower, uh, developed the, the hair typing system. He was Oprah's hairstylist. They don't even acknowledge that there are different hair patterns in the cosmetology schools. So we're all using language that they're not even teaching in the cosmetology schools. So I huh. was like, what system will help me figure out hair? Cosmetic chemistry. And so cosmetic chemistry is the science of hair for hair products. And so there is where I got all this really important information about why my hair practices were unsuccessful. And Did so, you go to school? Like you went to this? No, there's so much research online. There's okay. so much research online. Yes. Whoa. Just like they, there's just a wealth of resources. So you online. were just Googling away, Googling, reading, you know, just learning online. And then I got interested in successful but non-white hair cultures because I knew my lens on my hair, the things that I was trying to heal, my hair is difficult, you know, it's nappy, it's hard to get a hair pattern. I need something really strong to, to help my hair, right? Man-made. So I knew that that came from dominant culture. Like, so I was like, what are people practicing who don't have the, the socio-political issues that we have in this country? And so I looked at India, Eritrea, Ethiopia, and Greece, and even just like India, right? They have Ayurveda, Ayurvedic medicine, mm -hmm. but they also practice that Ayurvedic belief. And Ayurveda is the belief that all of our human maladies can be solved with plants. Just even that is not American at all. At all. At all. And those plants are going to heal the root causes instead of the symptoms. So that is how they practice for their hair care. And so plants, wow. like plants and like what plants do, that knowledge is pretty well distributed 
by the people in, in India about what these plants can do. So in India, these families have the equivalent of our wash days, but they're treatment weekends where from mama to daddy to grandpa to the kids, everybody gets this henna mud mass treatment. And so they're using henna, but they're also using all these other Ayurvedic herbs to solve whatever maladies that specific family is having with their hair. And they sit with this on their hair and they rinse it out. But unlike for us on our wash days, after we rinse out that hot oil treatment, that avocado, that deep conditioner from Carol's mm -hmm. daughter, their hair is visibly and physically different. Okay. So I'm then what came next? Did you come up with your own concoction? Yeah, I came up with my own concoction. So I I came up with the henna mud mask. I was like, all right, that is that is what I that those are the plants, henna, you know, Th those are the plants that are going to do the things that I need for my type four hair. And then I thought, okay, there are also you, you, when I did the research for black women who have used henna and had bad experiences, one of the things that they all didn't do, or a couple of them didn't do on top of other things were not deep conditioning after. So sitting with the deep conditioner. So I was like, well, what conditioning agents do the people, people of India use? Cassio bovada, slippery elm. And so Cassio bovada is known as neutral henna. It's known as neutral henna because it acts like henna as it deposits in the hair, but it doesn't have color and it's not permanent. So after a couple rinses, the Cassio rinses out, but it stays in the hair. And that is why you get so much shine. Like for the curl friends that are post-treatment, post-for-natural treatment, all of us, when we straighten our hair, it's so shiny. And people are like, don't you have oil in it? And it's like, no, we just have the heat protectant. Our hair is just really shiny because we have these plants in it that just shine. How on earth did you do this, Shalita? So <laughs> so you, you made this first, obviously when you're first like doing this, you're making it for you. Yeah, but then yeah. you, you figured out some type of formula to be able to you know, do it again do and it do again. it for other people. Yeah. So when I decided that I was going to turn this into a business, it was like after like this whole class that I had where I finally, like I did like three treatments before I really took my hair on the road. And come on, <laughs> <laughs> because I couldn't believe it. Salisha, you know, the experience of putting something on your hair and maybe it works for 24 hours. Right. So yeah. I didn't know how permanent this change was going to be. And so by my third treatment, my hair was the best hair of my life. Mm. So much so that I didn't even feel right putting my like workout wig on. So I was like, let me just wear wow. these curls to my pole class. And just the way that the girls were like looking at me and like the teacher, like asking me all these like leading questions like, oh, did you cut your hair? Did you, you know, did you, wow. Like, are those curls? Like, I've never seen your hair like that before, you know, just uh -huh. like, at, like all these questions. And, and then I remember like dancing and like being so unafraid of going upside down because previously that has to feel so down. sexy. Yes. That has to feel yes. so sexy. And then like moving yep. 
and my hair is still going. You now, know? Like, now you're that bitch. You yes. are that. You're that girl who is like shaking her hair when she's yes. dancing. Yes, that just feels like, good. Yes, I I am like that. Difference is my superpower now. Yeah, nobody has this hair, and for me, I'm not a super villain. I'm like. And I know other black women have this hair and I want them to feel this. And they don't know. Some people don't don't know. They have no clue. And I'm over here trying to figure it out myself. This is literally why I've started this podcast. I'm like, I know I've got something good going on my head. What the heck is it? How do I get there? How do I uncover the gold mine that it is? And I'm not the only one. No, you're not. No, I'm not. making, Making that change from like, I solved my problem to I'm going to solve other people's problem. Spiritually, that was a lot, but, (laughs) but the, the, the mechanics were right. I need a formula. And so I got started like looking for a cosmetic chemist and then, you know, going through that process of giving them my ingredients and giving them my made product and having them like create a formula on paper that, you know, other people will be able to replicate the deep conditioner for me, it was like, I'm not going to reinvent the wheel on how to create a conditioner. So how I was doing my Cassia deep conditioner, when I pre four naturals hair was I would just take deep conditioner and I would just add Cassia powder and slippery elm powder to it, mix it up and put it on my hair. And on four naturals hair, we even give you a dupe of that recipe because it truly that Cassia and that slippery elm really changes the game. And so I got a basic natural deep conditioning formula and then added the Cassie and the Slippery Elm. And that's how I got those two products. And with those two products, you are completely free. Okay. Questions. So you mentioned type four hair a lot. Mm -hmm. I don't, and you would think I would know by now, but I'm still figuring it out. I've been um, saying that I have three C, but I also have a lot of different, like there's part of me that I'm like, I got some more kinky, kinky back on this section Mm -hmm. or whatever. Will it, does it only work on type four? (laughs) That is a very good and common question. Yeah. Um, The way, the reason it's called four naturals hair is because these ingredients and this treatment system is truly life changing for people with type four hair. Is it in four, for all the fours or just four C? All the fours, all the fours. If you have Afro textured hair, this treatment is life changing. And, and there is such thing as a target audience. So my target audience are black women with Afro textured hair, but all hair is changed and improved with henna. Three, two, and one. And th- even the 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 belief that just because I am black, I have type four hair, that's not true. Like we span the 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 typing chart for black yeah. people. I mean, and honestly, the four, the four naturals treatment just reveals what your true hair pattern is because it coats the cuticle and that cortex is able to get into the formation it wants to be in. So that's what I'm wondering. Like when I look at your hair, I'm like, that is what my curls, and I'm talking about when like they're nice and detangled and like in the shower and but that is what my curls look like. But I've yeah. never really thought I had four, like, I don't know. I, I wouldn't say it's four C, 
I think maybe some sections of my head, but I'm wondering, like, I've got Afro, like, I can have an Afro. All I need is a pick and it's bad. Yeah, yeah, but I would, I would not, I would not say that you, like, looking at your hair now, I would be like, I'm not sure if you have tight corkscrew ringlets, but whatever it is, it's beautiful. And the four naturals treatment is gonna reveal it. And so it won't matter. So I could, I could use it. You absolutely could. I just didn't show you other, uh, the other photos, but even Amore's hair, she's not a type four. She's like a three C. And so she's used it for the last year and a half. And she's got this punk rock goddess hair dream going on with her red, long, now very long hair. I mean, yeah, um, the before and afters that you showed me look so good. And I'm like, I'm thinking this, I wonder if this is the thing because I have begun to find what works for me and I'm still experimenting these little curls in the front. I just learned how to do finger curls literally yesterday. Oh, and so that this is not my natural check. It's just me like trying to finger curl. Yeah. So, so I'm still trying to find this process that works for me. But something that you mentioned that I'm like, wait, what? It sounds like, and correct me if I'm wrong, Shalita, that you go back and forth between your curls and straightening your hair all the time now all the time and now. your hair don't look like you have put heat on it in two decades yeah <laughs> and i just i just did this yes i just did this yesterday like i was just straight in the beginning of the day and then i took a shower and i like got my hair wet and i washed it and then i put on my deep conditioner and then i just rinsed it out and so you telling me it. that this four naturals has changed the game so hard for you that you can now straighten your curls because i don't think this was in this interview i think we talked about it before we hit record you would straighten your hair and it took months to years no 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 years years, years. so i straightened it i straightened it in Excuse me. I straightened it in 2011. I graduated Juilliard in 2010. I had an audition that um, it was about a year after graduating. And I straightened my hair one time with the flat iron. I got a call back. I did not get the job. And when I went to rinse my hair out, That's I it. literally had entire sections that were straight. And that was after Dang. seven years of being natural. See, and that is the scariest years. thing. I know, I know. And I wanted to solve that, Salisha. It shouldn't be that way for us. We should, we mm -mm. should have grace, you know? Like there's so much like talk about, you know, raising black kids. And I was a black kid that was raised with a lot of like, harsh criticism and a lot of like discipline and everything, like any little thing, sometimes they reacted so like over the top, but it, in their minds, it's like, because the world is going to be like this with you. Well, for me, my hair is part of me. And yeah. I just wanted to yeah. end that constant cycle of self-betrayal and shame. And like, I make one mistake and it has to be like the end of my hair, meaning a big chop. Yeah. So when I was, you know, dreaming about the kind of hair I wanted, that was one of the experiences I wanted to solve was I want to be able to make mistakes. I want to be able to like go on set and some idiot make a hair crime and it not be a felony, you know, right. like it's just like, wow, oh, I just treat it, you know, and I can keep it moving. So again, I, this treatment was for me and my special circumstance of having typical 
fragile Afro textured hair being in a business that requires the use of my hair. Yeah, speak on it. And so I wanted a treatment that would allow me to not only survive my job, but thrive. I didn't want the limits uh, that came with having this hair like very real on NCIS. It started raining and we had Ugh. to cross the street. And the white people in the scene also, their hair gets wet too. But because I always like, I just always spoke up. I was like, hey, I can't like walk through this. Like this is going to be a mess. And everyone was just so grateful that I spoke up. But that ended up biting me in the ass later because it got back that, you know, Shalita can't get her hair wet. So we had to like change the scene for her. Wow. Uh, I know you don't need to hear me say this. I know that, but I'm going to say it out loud just for anybody who's listening that needs to hear it. You are not the problem. Yeah. The way you were born, the way you look, the way you look is not a problem. Yeah. Yeah. You, you are, you have permission. Yeah. To and be you're human. To be human. Yeah. And that's what, I mean, I had this meeting when it got back like weeks later and I'm like, what? And then I said in this meeting, I was like, well, the other people's hair would get wet too because hair gets what? wet. Yeah. I was just the only person that Who spoke, spoke up. up. So it's like, you know. Uh-uh. Yeah. So for me, I was like, if that can happen, how can I make it so that I don't have to worry about this? Well, I want to make sure I'm not dependent on wigs for one thing. And then like, I want to make sure that if I'm wearing my hair curly, that so I, I'm not worried about it getting wet. It looks you know? so good. Okay. So you've talked about treatment, treatment, treatment. What is that? Is this something that I can buy in a jar and treat myself? Do I need to go to the salon? Do I need to go? Do I need to fly to Mexico, wherever you are or what and have you do it? Like, how does it work? So it's two products that literally change your life. And this is like the first run of these two. Um, the next run, this is going to be upside down. The label is going to be a little different, but. <laughs> okay, cute. Um, okay, walk me through this. So it's four steps, but it's actually three, but we say four. The fourth is your wash and go, but the actual treatment is three steps. The first step is the patent pending detangling method. So one of the areas that mothers and salons get a consistent upgrade is detangling textured hair. And so I wanted to standardize the detangling and find a way that like, like I wanted to figure out why we were detangling the way that we were and then like how we can get textured hair centered because I knew that the way that we detangle has nothing to do with how our actually how our actual hair works. So for instance, when you detangle textured hair, you say, I'm gonna comb it out. And at the end of that process, you get a fro. Well, actually when you have textured hair, when your hair is detangled, you should just have curls. And so that's detangled curly hair. But when you're detangling curly hair with a straight hair mindset, 
you're trying to get all those strands to separate and, and get side by side. And the very nature of our strands, most of us are only have strands that are made up of two parts. So they're very light. And those ends, you, they always want to go back to the root. And so that's how you can like detangle a section and you go back to it and it's tangled again because the hair literally shrank and the ends fall back. Like they do like a backward dive to the root. And so it causes all these tangles because the actual strand is already like, you know, in a spiral. So yeah. you do that very easy, very standard, pain-free, fast, thorough detangling method. And then you rinse that out with some shampoo and then you add that henna mud mask. And I wanted to create a system that was in step with practices that we already have. That we already have, detangle, wash, and condition. Yeah, everything. but just change the methodology and the ingredients so that they're just more, that they work, you know? So yeah. you just sit with that henna mud mask on. It's been dermatologically tested. So, you know, I say sleep with it on your first treatment. There's three treatments in one jar. And how do you get it? You, uh, you put out about three tablespoons of the henna mud mask. Think of it as a concentrate. And then you add about eight to 12 ounces of water, depending on how much hair you have. And I put it in a blender and then you just put it on the hair. And then you wrap it and you go do your errands. I have wrapping videos, how to wrap your hair. You can go to sleep. Like you can make that treatment work for you. Rinse that out, shampoo, add your Cassia deep conditioner. And then you leave that in for 20 minutes or sleep with it or put it in a ponytail, like do what you want to do. But when you rinse it out, your hair is just different. Yeah. And the photos that you showed me, I see that. How yeah. many treatments do you is it every is this every week is this every month so it's a hair health treatment so think of your your wash days are two parts your pre-treatment wash days are two parts you're trying to treat your hair so you sit with anything on your hair for hours and then you style it and styling is manual right it's like a twist out it's like something to create some kind of curl and that takes hours to dry and then you like take that out and then that could last anywhere from like two days to like I don't know if you're good a week, maybe. And then you have to set aside like a wig or some other thing to get to that next wash day that you know is going to take all day, right? And so post-treatment life looks like this. You do your first treatment. That treatment, that henna, that cassia, that remains in your hair so that when you want to cleanse your hair next, when you're like, oh, I want to cleanse my hair, shampoo it if you want do a little conditioner if you like, but when you go to detangle your hair with gel, you just get curls. So that solves the hours of twisting, the hours. No, you just get your natural curl. It gives you wash and go hair. So your wash days are wash sessions. They're like an hour. <laughs> and that hour will last you weeks if you want, because if you have a fuzzy section or whatever of hair, Take some water, smooth it, Got and your it. hair just curls. I can do it myself. I just have to buy those two bottles. To buy the, the jar it? and the bottle, and you treat your hair. For me, when I did my, I did a big chop for the Four Naturals audience in 2021. You can go to Four Naturals Hair Instagram and watch the, the progression video. But I cut off 13 inches, and I just treated my hair once a month in 2022. And like... This is what we're working with today. You know, it's just like what? thick 
and long and just healthy. And that's once a week. And when I would flat iron my hair, maybe I'll throw in an extra treatment, an extra like little henna sessions. See, to, that's, like, what whatever I'm, I said. that's what I am interested in. Like I haven't straightened my hair since 2018. And when you told me you waited seven years to straighten your hair and that happened, I'm like, oh man. Cause I've been mm -mm. thinking like, oh, spring's, spring is here. Summer's around the corner. Like I haven't straightened my, Andrew, my husband, I, we, I just got married five, six months ago. Oh, he has God. never seen me with straight hair ever and he doesn't care he really likes my natural hair he met me with dreads he doesn't care but i would love to just like show up to a date one day and be like oh, oh this whole thing <laughs> oh girl oh salisha but you not know, if it's gonna compromise thing... my hair health no no but you know one thing about me salisha is you know i have really embraced my love of like making our hair dreams come true and i'm telling you at the end of a jar three treatments I would, you know, just pack it on. I want you to do that. And all I use for my blowouts now, because you do have to worry about humidity because your hair now, yeah. like it's yeah. full of plants, right? Yeah. So you'll get like a beautiful, shiny set. But girl, the truth is the humidity, it will take you back to your wave, girl. <laughs> but a product that works and I can keep my hair straight for like a week and a half now. And I just get the benefit of the shine is Color Wow. Um, their heat, yeah, the color wow humidity, like the anti-humidity thing. Um, I've been using that for the last month and yeah, that's all I use on my hair now. And I, I stretch it. I, you know, use that. I blow dry it. And I then just I got some it. color wow products. Yeah. Use it. And then I want you to use a four naturals treatment. And then I want you to go on that date. Okay. One last question and then we're, we'll wrap up because this is so, I feel excited. Like it, yeah. it always feels good to like see someone else's journey and to see like the difference where you started, where you are now. And it's like, how did you get there? And this seems like it works. It's worked yeah. for you. It's worked for the people who you put it on. When you do this, your treatment, does it touch your scalp? Do you need it to go all the way to the scalp or do you just want it on the- Saturate your hair. You saturate your hair. Henna has antifungal and antimicrobial properties. So it's great for the scalp. Cassia, the okay. same. It there's is fenugreek. The there's fenugreek in it. There's aloe in it. There, it's amazing for the scalp. Great. Okay. Coffee, we're going to exfoliate you. And then like you get to condition, moisturize yourself. Yeah. It's amazing. Okay. Wait, one last question. Okay. <laughs> Are you still doing, because this seems like a whole other dream journey that God has sent you on or, you know, whoever you call it, whatever I call it God, but what are you still doing? You're acting and the CEO boss bitch miss. Absolutely. Like I'm very well known to, I like when I'm at work on set, like I'm at work. So everybody knows, like they see me, they're like, Shalita, you're so professional. I bring my lap desk oh. work with me. Um, oh. And you know, when I'm not blah, blahing in front of the camera, I use my time for NCIS. Even like I went back to school. I did, I did UCLA extension for writing Wait, while I was what? in two. Yeah. You, I just like 
we, our whole life, like I just look at everything. Right. And I'm like, we're sitting around for hours at a time. So yeah, I want to use my time well. And so I took myself back to school, found out I didn't want to be a writer. And now <laughs> I just like run things. And when I'm not on a set, I'm home in Mexico running my business. And then I go work wherever work is. And then I come back home to Mexico. I'm a temporary resident. I'm legal. <laughs> oh, you are so inspiring <laughs> and so such a bright, shining light. And thank you for spending so much time with me today, time with us, whoever's listening. And I am so excited. I'm definitely going to want to try this yes. so, and maybe yes. do like progress photos. Yeah. Too. And we give uh, we give uh, coupon codes for our podcast, different podcasts uh, that I'm doing. So if you'd like uh, coupon codes for your audience, yes. we can create them for you. We can definitely talk. This is yeah. so great. How can people follow you and find you? Yeah. So honestly, I just want you to go to fournaturalshair.com. There you'll find all of our tutorials, videos, and we're constantly adding content to that website. And do you spell out the four or is yep, it the number four? Spell out the four, spell out the number four and naturals plural as in all of us, because it does work for all of us. Thank you. Anything else, anything else before they can find you? Um, nope, just find me there y'all, that's it. Oh my gosh, Shalita, thank you so much. Everybody, Shalita Grant, thank you so much for spending the time. Hi, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. And that wraps another episode of Black Hair in the Big Leagues. Y'all, I'm so honored to have such great guests on this show. And if there's somebody who you want to listen to, please drop me a note on my Instagram at Salisha Thomas or at Black Hair Podcast and slip into those DMs and let me know what you want to hear, who you want to hear from. If you haven't already, please subscribe to this podcast, rate it, leave a review, tell a friend, follow us on Patreon at Black Hair in the Big Leagues. Y'all, I am so grateful that you are part of this community. It would not be the same without you. <laughs> Shout out to Wilton Music for producing my theme song, Love COD. Shout out to Colin Tabor for editing this episode and most of these episodes. And shout out to you for listening. Y'all, my heart is so big and I feel so grateful. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Black Hair in the Big Leagues. I'm your host, Alicia Thomas. See you next week. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E 
www.thepeopleshow.org because only together we rise.